I arrived two days ago, and if you're watching this video, you will see my view and my skyline of Bali while I do episode 46 of Health Simple Radio. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Uh, in this episode, we are going to talk all about how to exercise for weight loss. If you haven't already, uh, I'd highly recommend checking out the episode previous to this. I think it's number 45 or 44, uh, and it's about how to eat for weight loss. I'd recommend doing the nutrition aspect first if you're trying to lose weight, uh, and then you can kind of tie in the, the exercise stuff afterwards, which is what this episode will be all about. Uh, I don't have a guest. Again, I'm just going to kind of spit knowledge at you. I'm going to talk about everything I do with my clients and how I get them to achieve weight loss. I see fantastic results and fairly quick results that that last for uh, long-term um, if you're doing the, the sort of holistic approach. So the nutrition that I talked about in the previous episode, uh, the exercise program that I'm going to talk about now, and, and I may do another episode talking about sleep and stress and things like that. If you can sort of incorporate all this, you will see success in your weight loss journey. I guarantee it. So first of all, I just wanted to say thanks for all the feedback. For those of you who listened to the first episode, it's the first time I just did myself. Uh, kind of spitballing uh, on an episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a way for me to sort of express, you know, all of my knowledge and everything that I've learned over the years. Uh, and it was taken very well. So uh, I guess I'll continue to do that throughout the year on on a bunch of different uh, topics. So without further ado, let's sort of dive into exercise for weight loss. Uh, if those of you that are, you know, trying to lose weight, many of us tend to start with exercise. Um, you know, we, we like to go, okay, I'm going to lose weight, throw on some running shoes and go for a run. And, you know, while that is great for your health and can be beneficial for weight loss, it may not be the best option for you. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about kind of the science of exercise and what the goal of exercise actually is in order to lose weight. Is it going to the gym and trying to burn as many calories as possible or is there something more to it? Uh, hint, hint, there's a lot more to it. So that's what we're going to learn here in this episode. Before we get into actual types of exercise to do, um, I think it's important to note that movement first is, is probably the most important thing. You know, we live in 2019 now, a few days into it, and, you know, we're on our computers all the time. We are on our phones, watching TV, we're lying on the couch, we're, you know, working in the office or driving, and so we're doing so much sitting and kind of just lazing around. And, you know, unfortunately, this doesn't burn a whole lot of calories. This, uh, you know, the sedentary lifestyle is really one of the reasons why we're in this weight loss problem or this weight gain problem, I guess, uh, in the first place. So, you know, even if you're trying to go to the gym, it's probably only one hour out of your 24 hour day. So is that really making a big dent in, uh, you know, your, your calorie burn potentially if you're doing the right types of exercise, but for the most part, you just got to get up and move. So if you work in an office, get up every hour and just go for a minute or two walk. This will help to increase your metabolism and start to burn a little bit more calories. Uh, it's also great for your health. Um, you know, go for walks after dinner, try to walk as much as you can, take the stairs instead of the escalator, or the elevator, 
essentially just stop being lazy. <laughs> so many of us have become so lazy and we wonder why we're struggling to lose weight. Well, you know, if you drive everywhere, you, uh, or you Uber everywhere, you take elevators and you sit all day. Well, I mean, you're not doing your body a whole lot of good. So, I mean, just think about the basics and the fundamentals first, because that could be your biggest problem. I mean, you think about back in the day when we were hunters and gatherers, we were walking, running, climbing, moving all day. So we probably could have eaten all these processed foods and shitty foods that we have now, and we likely wouldn't gain a whole lot of weight. But unfortunately, we live these sedentary lifestyles. And so, you know, you got to really dial in your nutrition if that's the, the type of, of life that, that you live. So I'd recommend starting there, get moving first, uh, and then you can sort of optimize it through exercise. Now, all that being said, the good news is you can actually increase your resting metabolic rate through exercise, okay? And this is sort of the purpose of this episode here is that we're going to talk about how to, to increase your resting metabolic rate. So even if you are sitting or laying down, you're still going to burn more calories than uh, previously. The key to this is muscle mass, okay? You need to have muscle mass in order to burn more calories. Muscle is probably the most important thing for when it comes to weight loss. It's also really important for health, but I'm not gonna dive into that right now. And I'm not talking about big bulky sized muscles. You just need to have strong muscles or tone muscles. And we'll talk about how to do that throughout this episode. Now, muscle is this very dense and heavy tissue. Okay, it's also very active. So there's a lot of different processes that are happening within that tissue. So the good thing about this is that it's going to burn a lot of calories and a lot more calories than say, you know, fat would. Now, in addition to that, muscle is also very important for metabolizing carbohydrates. So when you eat carbs, if you have more muscle, then you're going to create a less insulin response to that meal that you just ate. Now I talked all about insulin and how that's so important for weight loss in the previous episode. Um, so muscle mass is kind of a way to, to hack your body to be able to handle uh, carbohydrates much better. So this is huge. You know, if you've been scared to put on muscle or you know, you're scared to get big and bulky, don't worry, we're not, that's not the goal of this. That's not what I'm going to uh, have you do. I'm going to talk about how you can strengthen and tone your muscles um, to, to optimize fat loss uh, without getting big and bulky like a bodybuilder. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the types of, of exercise. Now, the most common mistake that I see with those who are trying to lose weight and, and doing it through exercise is steady state cardio, okay? You'll hear a lot about this, but I just want you to go into a gym. The next time you're there, look at the body types of the people that are running on the treadmill, okay? And then, or on the bike or the elliptical. And then look at the body types of the people that are in the gym lifting weights uh, and doing resistance training, okay? You'll see exactly what I'm talking about as soon as you do that. And I'm gonna explain what I mean by this and why this is true. But steady state cardio is not the best option to lose weight. So the reason you probably think it is, is the first thing is that steady state cardio does burn the most amount of calories 
uh, per any type of exercise during your actual workout. Okay. And steady state cardio is running on the treadmill, you know, running on the bike, basically cardiovascular activity for a long period of time. Okay. Where you don't necessarily change, um, your intensity. So endurance training is what we call it. Now here's the problem with steady state cardio. There's sort of three issues with it. One, it sends a signal to your body to get rid of muscle. Okay. So it creates a stimulus and tells the body that, Hey, I need to be able to run long distances. I got to get rid of the tissues that are hindering me from doing that. Well, muscle is the heaviest tissue on your body. So what's it going to do? The body's going to start to get rid of muscle. This is really bad because now you're slowing down your resting metabolic rate. So this means you're going to have to do more cardio in order to lose weight. Not good. It's also going to hurt your ability to metabolize carbohydrates, as I just mentioned. So that's number one. Number two is you recover very quickly from uh, steady state cardio. So you increase your heart rate, you know, to whatever you want, whatever it is, 100 beats per minute, 120. Um, and, you know, after you're done training, whether it was for half hour, hour, whatever you did, you know, it only takes, you know, less than an hour, let's say, to kind of get your body back to its normal resting metabolic rate. So you're no longer, you know, in that accelerated calorie burn. So, you know, you basically, if you want to increase the amount of calories you're expending or burning in a day, you just got to continue to keep exercising. Okay. Cause afterwards there's no additional benefit. Now, number three, and this one's really important to understand is that the more you do cardio, the more efficient you get at it. The more efficient you get at doing cardio, the less calories you burn or the less energy you burn while you're doing it. This is an absolute recipe for disaster because think about this. Now what you have to do is actually run or bike or whatever it is for a longer period of time and you're going to have to continue to progress and run for longer periods of time to burn just the same amount of calories day after day. So if you're trying to lose weight and burn more calories, you really got to continue to increase your endurance and increase. People don't have time to run for hours and hours on end. And I mean, I don't know. I don't ever want to do that because that just sounds awful. So I'm not saying that steady state cardio doesn't work or will never work. Uh, you definitely can do it if you want to, but it's not the most efficient. It's not the, you know, the, the most optimal thing that you can do with your time. So I don't recommend only doing that, but if you want to add it as part of, you know, what else you're doing, then, you know, that works. Um, you know, in today's world where, where we sit a lot and we live this sedentary lifestyle that I talked about, steady state cardio just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially if you only have an hour of time. You know, back in the day when, like I mentioned, when we were hunters and gatherers, yeah, I mean, we were doing cardio all day, but that's fine, you know, because that's all we did. Nowadays, if you're going to be sitting all day, you got to counteract that with intense exercise. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about, um, is high intensity and how to train at high intensity to sort of increase your body's resting metabolic rate. So the most important type of exercise by far. And the first thing that I'm going to get any client to do is resistance training. Okay. Now you can do this in many ways, but resistance training is anything where you're progressively overloading your muscles with weight. Okay. It can be done using free weights. It can be done using machines, uh, cables, kettlebells, you know, whatever it is that you prefer, uh, you can do that. 
The idea, though, is that you need to continually, uh, progressively overload your muscles so that it has to adapt and get stronger. When you adapt and get stronger, your muscles become more toned or more dense, and they're going to burn more calories for you when you're at rest. That is the, the absolute key to, to weight loss. Now, you're not going to get big and bulky like the bodybuilders from resistance training. I know a lot of you think that, especially the females listening. It is really, really difficult to get big, big muscles, okay? It, you have to eat a thousands and thousands of calories. If you want to get big like the bodybuilders, it takes so much time, so much effort. Many of them are taking, you know, steroids and, and many supplements to boost their hormones to be able to, to grow large muscles. If you're female, you don't even have the hormonal um, makeup to actually build muscle easily at all. So it's something you don't even need to worry about. All that's going to happen is your muscles are going to get more toned is the word that's used quite often in the fitness industry. Uh, and they're going to become more dense and more strong. Now, another thing to understand about resistance training is that it's a more intense type of exercise than steady state. So steady state cardio uses predominantly oxygen uh, for its energy metabolism, okay? With high intensity exercise, you tap into your glycogen stores, potentially your fat storage, etc. So this is a what we call anaerobic exercise, so not using oxygen. Now, the beauty of this is, I mean, while you don't burn as many calories as you would, you know, while you're working out, if you were doing steady state cardio, this is very taxing on the body. So it changes the physiologic uh, makeup of the body. And that takes a long time to, to actually recover from. So hours after your workout, you're going to continue to have that calorie, um, that calorie burn or that accelerated calorie burn. Okay. So don't worry about the calories you're burning you know, while you're training for that 45 minutes, because you're going to have increased calorie burn for hours and hours afterwards. That's one of the beauties. And then plus to add on top of that, if you're building muscle, uh, then you're always going to have an increased caloric, uh, expenditure throughout the day, regardless. So it's kind of that, that double, double whammy. Now, before we get into the, you know, how to actually do it, let's talk about two other, um, areas of exercise that have kind of come up recently and, and can work well. And I'm talking about circuit training, uh, as well as CrossFit. So circuit training is something you see on every corner these days with F45 and whatever other, um, you know, types of, of gyms are out there that, that offer this. Now, the good thing about circuit training is it's, you know, high intensity and it's resistance training technically. So you're lifting weights, um, you're getting stronger and you're burning a lot of calories while you're doing it. So it does make sense if you think about it logically that, you know, it would be good for weight loss. I have a couple issues with it, uh, especially with circuit training. So first thing is that depending on how it's, um, how it's done, a lot of times you're not progressively overloading. So you're not actually continuing to get stronger. So you sort of reach a plateau quickly after you start doing circuit training. A lot of times it's lightweights. Um, you know, it includes cardio based type workouts. Um, and you're, you know, you're exercising for, let's say five, six, seven minutes, and then you take a bit of a rest. So it's like kind of high intensity intervals, but not really. Here's the issue. It sends a similar signal to your body as steady state cardio does. So it doesn't necessarily tell you to build muscle, um, it's kind of a mixed signal. So it's, it's just not the most optimal way 
to actually, um, to actually burn fat and build muscle. Now, the other thing is, is that it's, it's lifting weights through fatigue. So you're tired and you're doing all these movements that you may not be familiar with. So there's a really good chance, uh, for injury. I see a lot of people that go to F45 or any of these other gyms and they come back with low back injuries, knee injuries, etc. And it's because they're not doing the movements properly and they're likely doing them while they're already gassed and fatigued. And the last thing you want when you're trying to lose weight is to be injured because if you can't move, well, we already talked about why this is, that's such a big problem. So, I mean, you got to think long-term, you got to think longevity is circuit training really the best thing for you. If you're experienced in movement, then maybe, um, but you know, for the, for most people, probably not. And that's same with, with CrossFit I mean, CrossFit is great. I love the, the movements that they do and the, the guidelines that they have. However, CrossFit has sort of gotten, um, I'd say sort of been washed out with the quality. Uh, if you look at the way CrossFit is now, you know, they're doing a lot of big, heavy movements at really high reps when you're completely fatigued, not in the right movement patterns at all. And CrossFit in the beginning was all about good movement. That was the, the idea of CrossFit, you know, becoming the best athlete, but doing it in proper movements. Now, because it's become so mainstream, you know, people don't move properly. And the amount of injuries in CrossFit, even in professional CrossFit is unbelievable. So, you know, I'm not against it. If you want to do it, if you can move properly, go for it. If that's what you need to push you in the gym, go for it. But I would highly recommend learning the, the fundamentals of movement first. Uh, and you do that through strength training. This is going to train your muscles how to move properly to prevent injury so that you can continue to train long-term, which, you know, you need to do. So let's sort of dive into the fundamentals of resistance training. Okay. If, if you've never been to a gym before, um, or you've never done resistance training, I'll kind of cover some of the basics. I won't be able to get to it all here, but you know, I'll give you a good idea at least that you can, uh, you know, make an informed decision when you walk into the gym, but basically keep it simple. Okay. So what you want to do with resistance training is, is the, the main fundamental complex movements. Okay. So these are multi-joint exercises. So you like your squats, deadlifts, bench press, or push-ups. You want rows, um, chin-ups or pull-ups, shoulder press. You know, these are multi-joint movements that work out your entire body. So the beauty of this is that they work out multiple muscles. Okay. It's not isolating a muscle, but they, they train multiple muscles, which is going to burn a lot more calories and strengthen a lot more muscles, uh, all in a short period of time. So it's the most efficient, uh, way to actually build muscle uh, and ultimately lose weight. So the most important thing again is progressively overload. So going to the gym, you know, if you're going to do your squats and your deadlifts or whatever it is, you know, do it in good form and then just get a little bit stronger every time you go in. Each time you go to the gym, if you lift a little bit more weight, your body will go, okay, I got to get stronger in order to move that type of weight next time he does this or she. So you'll get stronger. That's how the body works. It just adapts to the signal that you provide it. So go in, get stronger each time you go in there, take a bit of rest in between, uh, you know, a day of rest or two days of rest, depending on, on yourself. You got to really understand your body and just keep overloading. Keep it simple. You don't have to do all these millions of different workouts. You don't have to do all these like crazy things you see on YouTube or on Instagram. Just go to the basics do your move, your, your, you know, typical movements like your squats 
and just get better at them. If you do that, I promise you, you will build muscle, you will get stronger, and you will start to see weight loss. It's really that simple. So scheduling your or creating your workout program, uh, again, I like to keep it very simple. I wouldn't worry about having all these splits where you have chest one day and back one day and, and legs one day, especially if you're a beginner. And, and I mean, even for advanced, I still typically stick to uh, a full body workout. So, you know, do every muscle in your body, all one session. And then what you want to do is allow for a day or two of rest and then go back in and do it again and, you know, progressively overload, as I've mentioned. Um, you need about a day uh, typically uh, of rest in between to allow your, your body to sort of uh, repair and recover. Um, and then you can get back in and do it all over again. This is something that, you know, you really need to listen to your body and you got to manage the stress because exercise, especially resistance training is a stressor on the body. Um, and I'll talk in the next episode about what stress can do. And if, if you have chronic stress, uh, it's actually going to reverse your, um, your fat loss and, and going to make you lose muscle and, and gain fat, which nobody wants. Um, so really pay attention to your body. Don't overdo it. Um, and, you know, make sure that you're allowing for proper rest between your workout sessions. But full body workout, it's going to be the most efficient thing that you can do. Um, and it's going to burn the most calories throughout that workout as well. So uh, that's kind of the, the, the basics of, of setting up a program as, you know, complex movements that are multi-joint um, and just doing a full body workout, you know, three days a week is, is really all you need. Keep it simple. Now, let's talk about what you can do to supplement resistance training uh, with other types of workouts that won't hinder your ability to build muscle um, and kind of achieve the results that, that you're you know, working so hard for. If you want to do cardio, steady state, then that's fine. In small amounts, go for it. But the focus of your workouts should always be resistance training. But one of the best things you can do for weight loss, especially when paired with resistance training, is something called high-intensity interval training. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's basically when you work really, really hard for, you know, as hard as you can for, let's say, 45 seconds, and then you uh, rest until you get your breath back. So maybe two to three minutes, high-intensity intervals, Okay. Now, you can do this on the bike, you can do this on a treadmill, you can do hill sprints, um, you can really do anything. You can even do it with, um, you know, sled pushes and, and, you know, exercises if you want. Um, but I recommend, because you're already doing weights, I'd recommend to do it, you know, with some sort of uh, cardiovascular activity like sprints. Now, here's the key. I, I see a lot of people doing interval training but they're not actually doing high intensity interval training. They're doing more moderate intensity interval training, and that's not really going to give you the benefit that you want. So I'll explain what that is, but here's why high intensity interval training works so well. Essentially what you're doing is working your body to its maximum ability. It's very, very taxing. It's building up all this lactic acid and kind of like resistance training, but to a greater extent, um, it's changing the physiologic makeup of your body. Because it's so taxing, because there's all that lactic acid, your body has to now process through that and it takes a very long time to actually recover and get back to its normal resting state. So you see this massive spike in caloric expenditure or burning calories after HIIT training. Now, this accelerated calorie burn can last anywhere from a day to two days. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. 
but you need to do it properly. Okay. Here's what you got to do. So figure out what type of exercise you want to do. I, I like to do hill sprints. That's usually my favorite. Um, or, you know, throw a, uh, incline on a treadmill. And what you're going to do is, is literally work as hard as you possibly can for as long as you can. For most people, it's going to be about 30 seconds to 45 seconds. Okay. You shouldn't be able to go much longer than that. If you can, you're not working hard enough. Now, once you've reached that point where you can no longer work, get off the treadmill or just walk really, really slow. You can sit down if you want. doesn't really matter and take about a two to three minute rest. Basically, you're going to wait until you get your breath fully back. Then you're going to do it all over again. Okay. Work as hard as you can, 45 seconds or whatever it is. And then again, you're going to rest. Now you only need to do this about five times. Okay. So this will last about 15 to 20 minutes. That's it. If you're going longer than 20 minutes, you're not doing high intensity interval training. You're doing, I don't know, moderate intensity interval training. I don't know what that is. That's just what I call it. That's not going to get you the same effect. It needs to be intense. You're basically mimicking sport atmosphere. Okay. So it's like, you know, if you're, if you watch hockey or you play hockey, you go out, you have a 45 second shift where you're working as hard as you can. Then you sit on the bench for a few minutes and rest and then you're back out there. That's kind of what you're mimicking. But this is the best way to sort of tax your muscles and tax your body to get accelerated calorie burn for hours, even days afterwards. So with high intensity interval training, I'd recommend doing it about two to three times per week because it's so intense. Again, it's a big stressor on the body. So you really need to listen to your body and and manage this appropriately. You can do it after your um, strength training session. If you'd like, you can also do it uh, on a separate day. Uh, it really depends on, you know, what fits your schedule and time. Um, but what you don't want to do is, you know, be strength training four or five times a week, hit uh, training, you know, four or five times a week. Your body won't be able to, to recover uh, and it's going to basically create chronic stress and, and a lot of bad things are going to happen. So, you know, I, I can't tell you exactly how many times to do it a week. You know, this is very individualized. But give it a try, um, and you know it only takes 20 minutes. And I would say do it two, maybe three times per week on top of your strength training. Um, if you do this, you know you are going to have a, a massive spike in calorie burning um, for for the day. So I uh, this is going to be way more effective than um, than steady state cardio. The other beauty of high intensity interval training is because it's intense it doesn't send a signal to the body to remove muscle. Okay. Because you need that muscle to sprint as fast as you are or to fight that resistance on the bike if you're doing it that way. So it's another way to actually build muscle, uh, while accelerating calorie burn. So the pair of high intensity interval training and, uh, strength training is absolutely amazing. And the most powerful thing you can do, uh, for weight loss. Now, one of the final things I want to talk about here is, is rest. And I've sort of mentioned it before, but rest is, is a very important part of, uh, of exercise. And I think something that tends to get missed, but we need rest, not just for our muscles to repair, but also to balance out our hormones. Um, you know, there's a lot of changes that happen to your body when you're doing this, uh, you know, intense type of exercise. And so sleep um, and just kind of active rest days are very important to allow your body to, to recuperate and get back to its, um, you know, to its resting or, or normal, um, state. 
So don't forget about rest. Um, it doesn't mean you have to rest as in like laying on a couch all day. You know, you can walk around. Anything low intensity is fine. These are your active rest days is what we call it. Uh, but do make sure that you're, you're, have, you're putting in your rest days because it's going to be vital uh, for you to achieve long-term success in weight loss. Um, other things you can do on rest days other than going for walks is you know, playing, you know, light sports or just doing light activity. Uh, yoga is great as long as it's sort of a, a relaxation type yoga. I wouldn't necessarily recommend a, you know, strength power yoga that's hot yoga um, on a rest day. Um, it should be more relaxing, stretching, mobility type um, where your heart rate isn't getting too, too high. So again, this is something where you just need to um, be mindful and, and kind of understand your body and listen to your body. Um, you know, if you notice problems with sleep, if you notice that, you know, you're getting moody or your uh, appetite is changing and you're just, you're always hungry, um, then you may be overtraining and it may be time to sort of step back a bit, take a little bit more rest, um, or maybe you're not eating enough food. If that's the case, go check out the first podcast from before this, uh, and that might clear some stuff up for me there. But really, it's all about kind of listening to your body and and figuring all of that out. Okay, guys. Well, hopefully that gives you a good idea of what you should be doing in the gym or for exercise uh, when trying to to lose weight or burn fat. Uh, I know I didn't get too specific into the types of exercises and, and all the, you know, specifics for that, but you know, it's because it's very individualized. I I can't tell you over a podcast here, you know, the exact amount of times to go into the gym or the exact movements to do, or, you know, what, how much cardio you should do, et cetera. It really depends on the individual. If, you know, you, you like this idea and, you know, you're still not sure exactly how to set up a program, um, I may recommend doing uh, health coaching with myself. So I do one-on-one coaching where um, I'll sort of break down everything that I talk about in these podcasts, everything from nutrition to exercise to stress management and, and sleep hygiene. Uh, and we'll sort of break it down on a weekly basis and allow you to have certain goals that you achieve and I'll create your programs for you. Um, so I'll really be able to dissect you and, and figure out the needs of you, uh, which I can't do here over a podcast. So if you know you really do want to, to lose weight and this is a big goal of yours and you need some help, then feel free to reach out. I've put a link below, uh, so you can just click on that, but it's healthsimpleinfo.com slash health dash coach. Uh, you can learn more there um, and just click on the uh, free consultation button and we'll set up a phone call and we'll uh, chat and find if this is uh, a good fit for you. Otherwise, I mean, feel free to use Google and, and search workout programs. And uh, now that you have this knowledge, just apply it to whatever programs or whatever it is that you're looking for and make sure it fits the, the principles that I've discussed here in this podcast. So, I mean, this is something you can do on your own. Um, you just need to practice and you need to pay attention to your body. Um, but uh, anyway, guys, thanks again for, for listening to this. If you have any questions, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at healthsimple underscore. Happy to answer uh, there. 
and again, give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys think of these podcasts, uh, of me just kind of talking on my own without any guests. It's only the second one I've ever done. Um, but you know, I'm interested to hear some reviews and see what you guys think. Feel free to leave the review on iTunes if you'd prefer as well. Also, side note, this podcast is now available on Spotify, so that's cool. Uh, if that's where you like to listen to your podcast, head on over there uh, and you can subscribe on Spotify. Otherwise, you know, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and check out my journey here in Bali, Indonesia. Otherwise, good luck everybody in your weight loss journeys. I hope that these podcasts are helping you. I will have probably one more uh, on weight loss and then I'll get back to my normal um, you know, episodes with guests uh, where we'll talk about a various um, different health topics and wellness topics. So anyway, everybody, time for me to, uh, if you can see this beautiful blue sky behind me, it's time for me to get down to the beach and uh, go for my first surfing session here in Bali. Uh, so all the best to everyone and have a wonderful day. <laughs>